0: casting live from a hollowed out tree stump in the middle of no man's land. You've reached Married with Comedy with Jeff Onyx and Joe Chandler. Strap in, boys and girls, and keep your arms and legs in the vehicle at all times, because it's going to get bumpy. all that's on all that's on all that's on okay switch headphones welcome to married with comedy i'm jeff onyx yeah i'm jeff onyx yeah so uh for now on i'm probably gonna be doing solo up in the studio and we're gonna be bringing in co-hosts over the phone and any guests over the phone and uh you through the chat right over there titty chat 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 um i got a hood for my microphone cause you know, I don't want it seeing where it's been. So the microphone's gonna have to wear that hood for a while. And then uh, you know, you better straighten up. Come on, you don't don't try to take off that hood, microphone. So that's what's going on today. So uh let's see. On the show today, we've got uh trivia, we've got um who are we gonna we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff on today's show. So let's just get into it, alright? We're gonna get right into the, the thing here. And
1: I'm gonna go to my show notes. Alright. Trivia aw snap. Trivia snap. So um yeah. Today's trivia question.
0: Here we go. Uh we're gonna have Joe Chandler on later. We're gonna have uh James R. Freeman on later. We're gonna have uh you guys in the chat room if you chat. Uh if you're watching this live, chat. It'll come up on the on the screen eventually. If you're not watching this live and you're watching later on, still chat. All right. So today's trivia question: Which two U.S. states? Which two United States states don't observe daylight uh, daylight savings time? Which two United States states do not observe daylight saving time? That is the question. That is the question of the day. That's the
1: trivia art oh, nap.
0: Alright, so we're gonna start off with um this week in comedy history. So you guys will enjoy it. This week in comedy history. Um
1: fifth week in comedy history, we got this guy. That guy. Yeah. Born January twenty-fourth, nineteen
0: fifty-one. His birth name was Yakov Nuomovich Pokis. His name now is Yakov Smirnov. He began Uh, his career as a stand-up comedian in the Ukraine. That's where he's from. Uh, He immigrated to the United States somewhere around 1977 in order to pursue an American show business career. Uh, He didn't know any English at the time when he came over. He was an art teacher in Odessa, Ukraine. So uh this this is prudent to what's going on in the news today.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Aren't Aren't he glad he's not there? Yeah. Then he emigrated to the United States somewhere around you know, like I said, 1977. He's a comedian. Uh, and when he was a when he was a comedian when he was a teacher in the Ukraine, he was also a comedian, and uh, he entertained occasionally on ships in the Black Sea when uh, American the American soldiers or sailors. Or marines would be on ships in the black sea um he would go and he would uh do his routine in his native language i think it's russian ukrainian whatever whatever language they speak there that's what he would do and then uh, americans there would describe what the united states was like so when he moved to the united states you might not know um, that when he moved to the united states he was a bartender for a little while, and he noticed that uh, Americans uh, liked uh, a specific type of vodka, and he wanted to choose a name that Americans would be familiar with. So he chose Smirnoff as his as his name, Yakov Smir- Smirnoff, uh, because of Smirnoff vodka. So you also might not, might not know that the character Balki Bartokamus was loosely based on. Yakov Smirnoff, even though the people that made that show disagree, they, they say, say that's not true, but it absolutely is true. What did I knock over? Oh, I knocked over my water. So, this week in comedy history,
1: Yakov Smirnoff. Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah. So, uh, so we're gonna have we're gonna have Jay
0: on in a little bit. He's gonna hang out with us. We're gonna have um, Joe on later on in the show. He's going to hang out with us that's going to be neat and we're going to have fun
1: with that so uh you know stuff going on hey by the way so if you um if you subscribe
0: to the channel um if we get a hundred subscriptions if we get a hundred people to subscribe to this channel i'm going to reveal my little jefe so if you would like to see me reveal my little jefe then um encourage your family and friends to uh subscribe to the channel as well share the the show share the channel uh to people and tell them hey subscribe for this thing so uh you can subscribe if you haven't already then subscribe and tell people what's up with that also if you want to send us fan mail you can send fan mail Care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri 64465. If you're an angry feminist, you can send us hate mail, M-A-L-E. Care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369, Lathrop, Missouri
1: 64465.
0: So, um, yeah, you send us all kinds of stuff. So you, so you notice that, uh, you know, studio's a little different. i
1: hanging out here, doing my thing do my a little turn on the catwalk cuz I'm awesome. Uh, yeah. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking that uh I could um I could like mess
0: with this stuff, but I don't want I don't want to mess with stuff while I'm in the middle of doing a show, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I have no idea what what any of this stuff is. Oh no, I don't want to do that. I don't know. Whatever I was about to do just now, I don't want to do it. You'll notice we're not on Facebook Live right now. Yeah, I look cute today, someone says in the in the uh, chitty chat there. Because I've got my no hat on. Uh, and I'm wearing my uh, only you can prevent communism shirt. But um, what was I saying? I was in the middle of saying something. Man, this is really messed up to be old and forget what you're saying in the middle of a sentence. Um, something. I was saying something about the show, and then I, oh, we're not on Facebook. We're uh, we're doing YouTube only now. Uh, for a little while there, we were doing Facebook only. Then we transitioned to doing YouTube and Facebook, and now we're just doing YouTube only, and we're not doing Facebook right now. So everybody who is looking for us on Facebook, um, they're not gonna be able to find us on Facebook because we're not on Facebook right now. So,
1: you know what? I should go over there and, like, see what these people are doing. See if they're commenting over here. So, uh, yeah. Let's see. Are people talking? Oh, my gosh. There's, like, five comments. What? No, no. That was episode two. So um yeah. This one doesn't have comments. Can I be the first to comment on that? Oh no, I clicked the YouTube link. I don't want to click the YouTube link.
0: I just wanted to comment. I'm going to comment on there. Be the first to comment. Poop. Poop. See, oh hey, Kawina, what's up? Oh, you like my shirt, huh? I think I got this from a lovely lady. I can't remember who I got this from. Maybe I got it from Kawina. Maybe I got it from my lovely lady. I can't remember. I got this from someone.
1: I think it was Christmas. I think I got this for Christmas. Might have been might have been my birthday. I don't know. Man, my memory is just
0: gone, bro. Gone. I'm gonna I'm gonna send a message to my uh my good
1: friend and tell him if he wants to jump on, um, he can. Uh Boom. Well, I'm gonna send a message. So um that's what's going on.
0: You know, I should I should recap the show. Oh my gosh. I mean i clicked something I shouldn't have. I should recap the show. Here we are. C- cap up the show. So we're gonna talk about Robert Goddard. We're gonna talk about the Roswell incident. We're gonna talk about canned cheese. Um, gonna talk with Joe about some gossip he heard about some people. Um. Uh there's a segment he wants to do called Generation Why is This Funny? Why is this funny? Uh we're gonna be breaking down I think Divergent.
1: Yeah. We're gonna talk about canned cheese. Um we're gonna talk about Instacart and
0: uh troll dolls and Percy. Yeah, and then I'll give the answer to the trivia question later's later on. Laters on today de we'll confirmation of information, and then we're going to
1: do it, so yeah that's what's up, so
0: yeah, so we got all kinds of cool stuff going on, man right? I don't know if you guys noticed, but there was a start screen at the beginning. Those of you who jumped on um after the start screen was done, it was like five minutes of a start screen so that I could send out messages through um the social medias. To let them know what's up. And then, uh, you know, to let them know what's going on. You know, I think what's going to happen today is uh, a lot of people are just going to assume that I'm going to start streaming on Facebook. And they're going to wait for me to start streaming on Facebook. And since I'm not streaming on Facebook, then they're going to be like, wow, look at that. You've got a big wide screen of you. Man, you look pretty. Yeah, I do look pretty, don't I? I look really pretty. Look really really pretty. I'm gonna squish my face down a little bit like this, and I'm gonna squish this up a little bit like that, and then I'm gonna pull this out a little bit like this, and then I'm gonna go over on this
1: side, I'm gonna pull it out like that a little bit, then I'm gonna go up like this, and I'm gonna, <laughs> you guys can enjoy it. Enjoy it while I'm doing it, because I'm doing it right now, I don't care. I don't care if you're watching me. See, this is this is the way it should be just me nothing
0: else no chitty chat none of that other stuff and then you go back over here like this and you go
1: what where'd the chat go there it is what the chat showed up yeah boom so yeah. Uh, yeah
0: so it's gonna be a fun show today anyway yeah hey you just in case those people who just joined us missed the trivia question the trivia question is: Which two United States states don't observe daylight saving time? Which two U.S. states do not observe daylight saving time? Which of them do not observe the daylight saving time? So that's the that's the question of the day. So, you know what, you know what irritates me is uh, waiting for other people. So I'm just going to like jump into my, uh, my next segment. I mean, cause I'm early, I'm, I'm running a little early. I jumped the gun on the whole, you know, Yakov Smirnoff thing, you know, cause I was like, Oh yeah, this week in comedy history. And it's like Yakov Smirnoff, Yakov Smirnoff here. Um, no, this week in comedy history. And I'm like, yeah, there's Yakov and, and oh, hey, look at him.
1: That's Yakov Shmironov. And we were like, yeah, Yakov Shmironov. And he's got these different, you know. ha huh. So, anyway. What's this up here? Humor combined with mockery of life under communism. And uh,
0: and of consumerism in the United United States. So he's making fun of different stuff, you know. America, what a country! Yeah, he's got a southern accent now because he's down in Branson. So Yakov Shmerinov, he talks with a southern accent now because he's down there in Branson. He's like, hey, baby, y'all wanna come out to my show?
1: He's been in. He's been active in. in um what do you call that he's been active in uh
0: in comedy he's been active in his career since 1983 till
1: now like that's a long time to be in uh in you know in that stuff so so
0: he has a theater he he has a theater in branson and he produces pbs comedy specials What? I didn't even know that. And he still tours? That's craziness. This guy's like
1: all over the place. Whatever. So, that's what's going on with that. Anyway, Yakov. Yakov Shmirnav. This guy. That's his picture from, like, 1986. wonder, is this him from, like, now?
0: Headshot of comedian Yakov Shmirnav. Uploaded 2016. So this is him from 2016. So what, what is it now? Um
1: 2022 16. Six six years. Six years. Well, somebody's late. Somebody late to the party, I'm telling you. Somebody be late to the party. Because I went back to this week in comedy history. And uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna preemptively jump on this let's see see what we can hear oh oh you hear that? oh can you hear that? can you hear that? oh what? can you hear that? oh it's gonna go to voicemail watch watch you've reached Jay's voicemail You have reached Jay's voicemail. Do it. You reached Jay. You reached my voicemail. Ugh, what a what a
0: jerk. Whatever. I don't like it when people are like that. When I like plan something and they're supposed to be on here. Oh well, jump on to the next thing because this is going to be a while. We're going to take a while. Science denier of the week. This week's science denier is this special dude, special in my heart. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this guy, but Robert Goddard. Robert Goddard is our our science denier of the week. And uh, I went to Robert Goddard Middle School in Texas. I think it was a middle school.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Or was it Robert Goddard Elementary? No, it was Robert Goddard Middle School in Texas. Robert Goddard. So we going we going to find out some information about Robert Goddard. Yeah. So starting at the age 5, uh, Robert Goddard started experimenting, okay? He believed he could jump higher if zinc from a battery could be charged by scuffing his feet on gravel. Um so he would hold the zinc and try to jump. And then uh his mom told him that he couldn't do that anymore because if he succeeded, he'd go sailing away and might not be able to come back down. So, uh, you know, and then he developed a fascination with flight. First, he would fly kites. Then he would play with balloons and different, various uh, hot air balloons and things that he would make, like little model ones. Um, uh, um, he became a, a diarist. Okay. So he would keep diaries. He would keep really thorough diaries from the time that he could write he would write every day in his diary and document every experiment every thought everything that he did so later on when he became a scientist like officially um then you know he had that already had that wired in him to keep really good notes so when he was um 16 okay he attempted to construct a balloon out of aluminum, right? And he shaped the balloon using, like, raw aluminum materials in his home workshop. So at 16, this kid had a home workshop for scientific experiments, okay? And it, and then he tried to fill the aluminum balloon with hydrogen. Uh, so it took him five weeks of trying. He tried it for five weeks and throughout the entire time. He documented every time he he would try and fail. uh, And he finally abandoned the the project because the balloon wouldn't go up. So he said, aluminum is too heavy. Failure crowns enterprise. So, (laughs) aluminum is too heavy. Failure crowns enterprise. So he became interested in space when he read uh, H.G. Wells' uh, The War of the Worlds. Uh, when he was 16 he he read the war of the worlds it wasn't like a movie like we could go watch it with uh various people you know will smith or Keanu reeves or whoever i don't know who's in it but um the, the
1: newer one it was a book he had to read it so um he started pursuing uh space flight and
0: then october 19th specifically and he wrote it in his diaries october 19th 1899 he was 17 years old. He climbed up a, a cherry tree, okay? And he was cutting off dead limbs on this cherry tree. But he looked up at the sky, and in his own writing, he said he was transfixed by the sky. And his imagine, imagination just grew wild. And this is an excerpt I'm about to read from his diary. On this day, I climbed a tall tall so Man, that scared the crap out of me, dude.
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: I wasn't expecting it to ring in my ears. It scared the crap out of me. Now we're gonna get copyright striped because uh my ringtone is is uh TNT by E C D C. So uh I already started in the Robert Goddard thing.
2: You already started with the what?
0: Robert Goddard. I was about to read uh, from his uh, diary that he, re- he wrote in 18, 1899, uh, October 9th, 1899, when he was 17 years old. I'm about to read what he huh. wrote in his diary. You ready? You know who Robert Goddard is?
2: I don't remember, no. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, everybody else is just barely um, getting to know the guy because we're only at age 17 now. Okay. So it, when he was five, he started experimenting, trying to fly. Like,
2: trying- by- why gotcha yeah.
0: and then, and then, uh you know he came he became interested in trying to make you know inventions, and he had his own workshop when he was sixteen, okay, so when he was uh seventeen, he said this on this day, I climbed a tall cherry tree at the back of the barn, and as I looked toward the field at the east, I imagined how wonderful it would be to make some device which had even wait, which had even the possibility of ascending to Mars and how it would look on a small scale, if set up from the meadow at my feet. I have several photographs of the tree taken since then, with the little ladder I made to climb up it, leaning against the tree. It seems to me that a weight whirling around a horizontal shaft moving more rapidly above than below could furnish lift by virtue of the greater centrifugal force at the top of the path. I was a different boy when I descended from the tree from when I ascended. Existence at last seemed very positive. For the rest of his life, for the rest of that, that was out of his, that was out of a diary of a 17 year old. You believe that crap? This kid used like language that people don't even use now. Craziness. Yeah. So for the rest of his life, he observed October 19th as the anniversary day and he privately commemorated the day of his greatest inspiration to um to create something that could go into space. What
2: someone had already invented, poor guy.
0: Well, actually, in eighteen <laughs> in eighteen ninety nine, in eighteen ninety nine, they didn't have rockets yet.
1: Uh, yeah. I was talking about the uh, the centrifuge.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. He was well. He was he was trying to just dis- create something that could go into space. A centrifuge couldn't go into space, but he thought that's what he thought at the time because I guess that was like cutting edge technology in 1899. Centrifuges, you know. So uh, yeah, a- after experimenting experimenting with solid fuel rockets, he was con uh, he was convinced by 1909 that chemical propellant engines were the answer. A particular particularly complex concept was set down in june of 1908 sending a camera around distant planets guided by measurements of gravity along the trajectory and returning back to earth so in 1908 this guy was like i'm going to send a camera around a planet and it's going to be guided by by measurements of gravity along certain trajectories and then it'll return to the earth so we can look at the pictures
2: obviously he did not correspond with tesla who would have mentioned to him that he needs to figure out how to get around the uh ether
0: <laughs>
2: he plans on doing that or
0: to get past the van Allen belt okay
2: well so. you know yeah it doesn't have to be manned so you might be all right there yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. If if it's got all that radiation you'd think your electronics would be fried everything but i yeah. don't know
0: his first writing on the possibility of liquid-fueled rockets came on February 2nd, 1909. So 1909, wow. he went from solid rocket, solid fuel rockets to liquid fuel rockets.
1: Goddard right. to begin okay. to
0: study ways of increasing the rocket's efficiency using methods differing from conventional solid fuel rockets. He wrote in his notebook about using liquid hydrogen as a fuel with liquid oxygen as the oxidizer. He believed that 50% efficiency could be achieved with these liquid propellants. So he's a science denier because at the time, everyone was using solid solid rockets, solid fuel rockets. Nobody had ever heard of a liquid fuel rocket. And this guy's like, well, no, liquid fuel sounds better than
1: yeah." That's cool. I like
2: that. That's cool, man. That's, that's interesting because that's not somebody we really know anything about.
0: Well, here's the well, and I told everybody at the beginning I went to Robert Goddard uh, Middle School, so I was Ah. introduced to Robert Goddard back then. So uh,
1: here,
0: here, here goes some interesting facts that we're gonna, we're gonna, you might not know about Robert Goddard because most people listening probably don't know anything about Robert Goddard at all. But (laughs) you know, but we're gonna, we're gonna get into the you might not know. Here we go. With new financial backing, Goddard eventually relocated to roswell new mexico in the summer of 1930 Hmm. where he worked with his team of technicians in near isolation by the way uh it it needs to be mentioned that robert goddard was a recluse like he he didn't be like being around other people he liked to be by himself so you know his team was a very small team. It wasn't like a huge group of people working. With
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a
2: very small team. It was a Tesla team. It was yeah. a team of one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So well, and he had like a guy that was working with him real closely who followed his his uh, work later on and became famous in his own right. So uh, uh, so he worked in secrecy for years because nobody nobody he didn't work with that many people and he told everybody in India to keep their mouth shut uh he consulted with meteorologists uh as the best area to do his work and they said roswell because you know it's it's got great weather so um and he, <laughs> and they told him to go there because he wouldn't endanger anyone because if you started shooting rockets into the sky no big deal you know okay. uh, right. and you wouldn't be messed with by people who are being you know curious people who want to go out there and see what you're doing because it's out in the middle of nowhere uh, at the time uh, and the climate was better for his health because he had tuberculosis.
2: oh gosh,
0: and the people in Roswell valued personal privacy, so he valued personal privacy so um he- deserved, he he wanted personal privacy, and he knew that other people would um and when when people would ask where his facility was located, a lot of the people in the town would misdirect people to other places. Because they knew that the, he didn't want to be messed with, so huh. by September 1931, his rockets had now a familiar appearance of a smooth casing with tail fins, he began experimenting with gyroscopic or gyroscopic guidance, and made a flight test uh, of such a system in April 1932, using gyroscopes mounted on gimbals, electrically controlled steering vanes in the exhaust. Uh, similar to the systems used in the German V2 over 10 years after Robert Goddard started his work. Uh, The the rockets crashed. And if you go, if you go to Wikipedia, you can look at how many of his rockets crashed in his tests, but he wasn't trying to determine if he could fly them all the way to space at this time. What he was trying to do is can I control these, these rockets? That's what he was trying to do is not only fire them but control them.
1: Uh
0: and then uh between 1926 and 1941 he fired 35 rockets with the last like seven of them being what they would consider to be very successful. So he didn't go into detail about success successful or whatever but uh, on the Wikipedia they have a list of all the different flight times and stuff, how long the stuff flew. So, what do you think about Robert Goddard?
1: Um, I think that's interesting. It is you interesting. Know?
2: I mean, considering it sounds like what happened was uh, Operation Paperclip, we brought in all the rocket guys from Germany and put them on to the, sounds like Robert Goddard slash Jack Parsons.
0: Yeah so so basically Uh, people stole area yeah (laughs) people stole robert goddard's information because robert goddard died what in 1945 yeah sure he died in 1945 so that gets us into our um conjecture or fact so we're gonna turn off the science denier we're gonna go to conjecture or fact you know what our conjecture or fact is today
1: do
2: I know what it is today? Yeah. No.
0: The conjecture of fact today is the Roswell incident.
1: Is it?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Roswell incident, but the um the uh Robert Goddard um the Robert Goddard connection. The Goddard connection to Roswell.
2: Right, cause, uh wasn't it Roosevelt who said uh, if anything in politics happens uh, you'd be sure it was planned or whatever yeah. there are no coincidences
0: <laughs> yeah well okay so you've heard my theory before but this is the first time that our listening audience is going to hear this theory okay so okay. follow along if you want and they can follow along if they want um <laughs> in 1947 the Roswell Airfield Trip issued a press release stating that they had recovered a flying disc. The Army or the Army quickly retracted the statement and said instead said instead that the crash object was a conventional weather balloon. This was july eighth, nineteen forty seven, two years after Robert Goddard died.
1: Okay. So that that was okay. your official story. Yeah, I remember. Okay. So here here's the true story
0: conjecture of fact you can you can draw your own conclusion, but here we go um near near the area there in los alamos new mexico there's a place mm-hmm. there's a place called the chain lab, which is a bioscience division of the Los Alamos National Laboratory, and now it's actually being like officially mentioned that it's there that it that, right. that they actually have a bioscience division there. Okay.
2: Right, but I've known that for some time at the very least because of that Phil Schneider guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Anyway. Well, <laughs> well, here here's
0: the here's the theory that the army put out multiple false statements about what crashed in um in Roswell, near Roswell. And a lot of the people they you know, they went with either the weather balloon thing or a UFO. Right?
2: Right, but it could have been anything in between as well.
0: Well, it wasn't. What it was was a crashed uh, Robert Goddard rocket.
2: Right, that's what I was saying. Could have been anything in between.
0: Well, here, here's the conjecture or
1: fact. Okay.
0: Or fact. The, um, the United States was conducting human genetic testing. Around that time. And some human genetic test subjects escaped from the Los Alamos National Laboratory Bioscience Division. And they got to Robert Goddard's facility and somehow positioned themselves in or on his rocket to try to escape. And then tried to escape. And because the rocket wasn't finished, they
1: crashed. And that was what was recovered. Because remember people were saying that they also saw bodies there, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna show a picture here on the on the thing here
0: so people can see it. And hopefully you guys can see this a little bit closely, but uh on the on the we're looking at Google Maps. So Los Alamos National Laboratory is north of Roswell. Mm-hmm. Northwest of Roswell, directly south of the Los Alamos National Laboratory is the White Sands Missile, Missile Range at Holloman Air Force Base. Okay, so either A, the test subjects escaped from Los Alamos National Laboratory and walked 280 miles, or 252 miles, or 200 something miles, which took them 91 eight between 80 and 91 hours to get from. Los Alamos to Roswell, where they found the 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 Robert Goddard facility, or they were being transported from Los Alamos National Laboratory to White Sands, and that's when they 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 escaped,
1: and then they got to Roswell, and then used the rocket to try to get away. What do you think? I don't know, man. Uh, I know that the Dulce out
2: there, whatever's supposed to be underground at Los Alamos. So that seems a little far-fetched. It's something we get loose from underground like that. That being said, I mean, who knows, you know? Who yeah. knows what really happened? What I'll say is that uh, when they do that okey-doke with the story.
0: You know some shit's going down.
2: Well, you know something's going down, and secondarily... What always seems to happen is the first
1: story sticks, and then the retraction doesn't, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: so when they go when they did that that way, the fact that they let it out it seems almost purposeful
0: well, and I'm thinking that uh you know if if my if my theory is true at the time we were we were ostracizing um uh the the nazis for their testing of human beings and the mangala thing and all that stuff um you know the right. man, the mangala effect
2: <laughs> but then we hired them all in paper clips so
0: yeah but what i'm saying though is that <laughs> so yeah. that the united states wouldn't be implicated in the genetic testing of human beings which was completely you know testing humans right. was, was bad right so right. so that so that they could save face, they put out these other stories about the weather balloon and the UFO and stuff like that. Um and the and the bodies that were found or the bodies that were seen at the crash site, uh, from the description, they sound like genetically altered humanoids.
1: Well, I mean, they've been doing that for a while.
2: I'll say it I mean, I don't know, it seems To me, to be far-fetched that they had that back then, where they actually had mutated people that were functional and conniving enough to (laughs) make a great escape. But then there's the other side of that with the um, alien autopsy and the the, uh, agreement with Eisenhower that supposedly occurred. The Majestic Twelve and all that other mess, where they supposedly had this agreement that the aliens could experiment on people if they gave us their technologies what? and then you would have you would have people like you know not Goddard, but people like Goddard and Tesla and them dudes um Bob Lazar said he was one of those people, but you would have them reverse engineer. The vehicles, so that we could learn how they work.
0: Yeah, but my from from my perspective, let, let's, let's say there were no aliens. Let's say it was just genetic genetic people that escaped. I
2: don't I don't, they, they I don't were, think they're extraterrestrial. On that, I don't I don't believe that they're from another planet.
0: Well, if if but, uh, if people at that time were doing human experiments, which they were, um, it right. could have been just a crossbreeding type thing where they were you know they were doing genetic experimentation on other things at that time so since they were already doing experimentation on other things doing genetic they didn't know like the whole genome sequence and things of that nature but they were genetically altering animals and plants and corn and different stuff like that they were already genetically altering stuff so you know genetically altering humans doing crossbreeding and uh you know messing with the embryos and stuff like that doesn't seem too far-fetched or out of out of the realm of possibility for me no mean g
2: well i guess my point was more that i i don't feel like they're i still feel like they're searching for success in that area or at least as far as i can tell
1: you know they had that
2: creature that that uh, supposedly got away on Plum Island, which was the whole reason they wanted to move Plum Island to Manhattan, Kansas, which I thought was hilarious. You're like, wait a minute. Something got loose, so you're like, hey, let's put it in the middle of the United States.
0: Dude, did you hear about that train? <laughs> or not train, the, the, the truck? I don't know. I thought it was a train or a truck, like, a couple of days ago, the, the Fauci monkeys?
1: Yes. The Fauci yes. monkeys
0: escaped? And then they, they had to, like, put some of them down. And there's Fair no enough. way. There's no way things can escape from a lab.
2: I mean, <laughs> come sad. on, dude. Can we be honest? <laughs> like, really?
0: Uh, uh, if, if monkeys can escape, then genetically altered people could, too.
1: <laughs> there that's you all, go. Okay,
0: I stayed corrected. That's all I'm saying, you know?
2: My bad, Jeff. You got me
1: there.
0: <laughs> uh we watched uh Planet of the Apes and uh Beneath the Planet of the Apes last night. So we're we're watching the the all the we have all the Planet of the Apes, all the T V series, all the movies, everything. We're watching them all.
2: Interesting. The funny thing is, is my wife was telling me about the monkeys and whatnot. Yeah. And she was like so Guess how many monkeys es- uh, escaped? And I was like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure they were going to say 12 monkeys escaped. I told my wife, that's it.
0: Twelve that's monkeys. The end of the world. Bruce Willis is going to come around now.
2: <laughs> Collecting <laughs> spiders and shit.
0: <laughs> or that other guy from the TV series. Brad Pitt. No, the guy from the TV series. Jeffrey. I don't know. You ever watch the TV series?
2: No, dang it! And you keep telling me to watch it, Dude, and I'm I want to watch it, but I keep forgetting
0: to. I think Ali Sheedy's in that. It's either Ali Sheedy or um that other chick.
1: Yeah.
0: No, not Ali oh. Sheedy. The other chick, um, uh, Winona Ryder. Oh. I think Winona yeah? Ryder's in it. Yeah, yeah Winona Ryder.
2: She's in Stranger Things. So.
0: Cool. It was either Ali Sheedy or Winona Ryder. One of them was in that that show.
2: There's it's a big difference there, bro.
1: <laughs>
0: but I have Asperger's Syndrome, so they look the same to me. <laughs> it's the same okay. person to me, bro.
1: I'm, I'm watching it
0: going, what? What do you mean? Like the scary, you, know, you ever watch scary movie? And and then you, you watch Scream and then you watch scary movie? Mm-hmm. I thought for sure the chick in Scary Movie was the chick from Scream. Because she looked just like her.
1: <laughs> it's
0: so funny, dude all right so that so we we did um we did the science denier of the week was uh was robert goddard and then uh mm. conjecture of fact was uh the roswell incident yes so, so what did you enjoy that
1: i always yes
0: well then i'm dropping you off the phone
2: you're done oh. All right, well, I'm going oh, to go back wait, in and corral my
1: children.
0: Melissa huh? said that the chick on 12 Monkeys is mm-hmm. not Ali Sheedy or Rhino and Ryder. It's, it's a lady that looks like Ali Sheedy, but it's not her.
1: So it's a chick oh. that
0: looks like Ali Sheedy, but it's not Ali Sheedy.
2: I thought you were going to say the name of the person. So.
0: I have no idea. Melissa's typing it on there, but she didn't say the lady's name, but I'm just saying that.
2: Act- yeah, didn't say her name.
0: They look all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> how, how am I supposed to know the difference? They're just females to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Not that all females look the same. I'm just saying, you know. This one has two mm-hmm. boobies. Must be the same female I saw before.
2: <laughs> it's got bumps in the front
0: It's got bumps in the front it Must be the same chick
2: All right. Up high, not down low
0: Yeah, exactly um, Speaking of that, if you're an angry feminist You can send us fan mail Care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369 Lathrop, Missouri 64465 <laughs> And if you're an angry feminist, send us hate mail Care of Comedy Vets, P.O. Box 369 at Missouri 64465 And then fan mail That's
2: hate mail, M-A-L-E, right? Yeah, that's M-A-L-E <laughs>
0: yeah (laughs) well thank you for thank you for hanging out with me young man
1: as always that was
0: fun and interesting i think from now on i'm gonna mute the the phone so that it doesn't ring in my ear because it startled me when you called (laughs) i wasn't expecting that you know what it is because the ringer's on i need to turn the ringer down that's what it is i'm just lame today all right man uh do you enjoy this?
1: Yeah, man, be, of be, course.
2: I need of course, it's fun as always. I need it, and a, now it's on Mondays. It's a little easier.
0: Well, I need a photograph of you to put up on the screen to say who's on the phone.
2: I know you keep saying that, but I am not taking a photograph of me naked with pasties. I don't know why that's got to be on there. Well, that I makes can, no sense to me, Jefe.
0: I can get the James R. Freeman photograph from uh, you, uh, the Facebook, and put it on here if you want. <laughs>
2: sure if you want
0: with a microphone drinking out of a out of a tumbler
2: i love that picture man
0: or a jar i don't know i'll just use that
2: last good picture
0: i'll just use that one (laughs) i'll use that one all right man you're off
1: all right love you man later
0: so that was uh james r freeman and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna like mute my stuff over here that's what it was but it wasn't muted so I was like startling myself.
1: Okay, here we go. Mute that. Mute that. Mute that. Boom. Boom. Yeah, man, we were just just hanging out, man. Doing our
0: thing, man. So outpost survival tip of the week. This week's outpost survival tip of the week is uh over here, along the lines of starting OnlyFans. She wants Jay to start an OnlyFans. The lady in the commenties. Today's Alpha Survival Tip of the Week is
1: here. I'm gonna do on the the top down, so that way you guys can see the top down. Powdered, powdered cheese. This one's the Augustan
0: Farms Cheese Blend Powder. This is powdered cheese. So yeah. And just like all the other cans, after you've opened it, you can write down the date that you open it because these cans are worth they're 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 uh, they last like 10 years. So, um, you know, let's look at the uh nutritional facts on this Alpo Survival Tip of the Week powdered cheese, dehydrated cheese. There are 43 servings in this container, each serving is a quarter of a cup, has 120 calories per serving. Total fat, 2.5 grams. Saturated fat, 1.5 grams. Trans fat, 0 grams. Cholesterol, 10 milligrams. Cholesterol is 10 milligrams. Sodium, 730 milligrams. That's a lot of sodium, bro. But I guess cheese generally has a lot of sodium. I don't know. Um, 20 grams of carbs. Dietary fiber is none. Total sugars is 11. Includes 0 grams of added sugar. 5 grams of protein and where's the ingredient list ingredients cheese sauce mixes whey non-fat dry milk cheddar cheese pasteurized milk salt cheese cultures enzymes salt natural flavors buttercream buttermilk, lactic acid and then pepperica natural uh vitamin e added for freshness modified food starch creamer
1: uh
0: which is like maltodextrin palm oil contains two percent or less of the following sodium two percent or less so that doesn't really matter i'm not getting a count and contains milk contains an oxygen absorber so when you open it throw the oxygen absorber away so yeah because the directions of use gradually combine cheese blend powder with hot water blend well cheese sauce will become smooth and creamy while cheese while while cheese spread will be spreadable and a thicker c- c- consistency. So to make cheese sauce, it's a half a cup of cheese powder, one cup hot water, yields one cup of cheese sauce. Or for cheese spread, it's a half a cup cheese powder, half a cup hot water, and yields three quarters of a cup of cheese spread, which is thicker. They also have a recipe on here for macaroni and cheese. So uh, three cups of their Agassin Farm elbow macaroni prepared. Uh, half a cup of cheese blend powder, quarter cup of Augusta Farm butter powder, which we went over on the previous show, quarter cup of water, six tablespoons
1: of uh, Augusta Farm's Moose low-fat milk. Just saying, that might be a prequel for what's going on later. There you go. So they also have a uh, cheese dip. And baked cheese crackers
0: on there. So this August 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 Augustin Farms. Augustin Farms. Augison
1: Farms Cheese Blend Powder. Three pounds, four ounces. Has all these recipes on the back. Nutritional facts. Yeah. So that is the outpost revival tip of the week.
0: The outpost revival tip of the week has been this uh cheese powder. No, put it put it back over there where I got it.
1: Ugh. So yeah. Outpost revival tip of the week. Um you know what?
0: Let's just do let's just let's just go on with uh instead of the outpost Revival. let let's do let's do the uh, ghetto chef. We're also going to do Ghetto Chef. Today's episode of Ghetto Chef. Yeah. Oh, it feels like there's something in my ear. Watch out. Watch
1: out. Oh, don't do that. Ghetto Chef. Boom, oh, I got to open the thing. Uh, boom. So we are going to... We're
0: going to look at 14 mouth-watering dishes that you can make with powdered cheese powdered cheese here we go golden cheese bread you can make golden cheese bread with
1: cheese powder golden cheese bread what else can you make uh homemade doritos
0: you can make homemade doritos so yeah those look good homemade doritos you can make cheesy bloody marys now I, I i wouldn't drink a bloody mary anyway
1: but you know it is what it is i'm writing something
0: you know what's really funny about that is if i would have put my glasses on i would
1: have been able to see better
0: cheesy bloody mary uh Eggs Benedict with ham and cheesy hollandaise sauce. Yeah, cheesy hollandaise sauce.
1: Cheddar ranch roasted cauliflower. Cheddar ranch roasted cauliflower. You know, we could try that. Cheddar ranch roasted cauliflower. We try that.
0: Nacho cheese turkey taco shells. Nacho cheese turkey taco shells. I guess that's ground turkey, and they dip the cheese in the, the the taco shells in the in the
1: cheese. Walnut covered cheese balls. Look at that walnut covered cheese ball.
0: Cheddar jalapeno pretzels. Look at that cheddar jalapeno pretzels. I guess you would take regular pretzels and you would like cheddarize and jalapenoize them. Homemade
1: goldfish. Okay. Do you actually make the goldfish shape and everything? Huh. Cheesy popcorn. So you add that cheese powder to popcorn. Doritos crusted
0: chicken fingers. Doritos crusted chicken fingers.
1: Okay. Cheesy scrambled... Eggs. Cheesy scrambled eggs. said, cheese powder is meant to be melted so it will
0: perfectly incorporate into fluffy scrambled eggs while infusing a creamy texture. Simply whisk in the cheese powder with the eggs, pour into the
1: pan, and a delicious breakfast to serve. Cheesy scalloped potatoes. Isn't that making you hungry already? Quick and easy chip dip. Chip dip. The best nacho recipe ever.
0: Uh and then they show you the nacho recipe. Well that that's I didn't care about no
1: dumb recipe of no nachos. So So yeah. So I guess the last
0: one was uh quick and easy cheese dip. Quick and easy cheese dip is the the last one there. So, so the ghetto chef is you take some of that powdered cheese and you mix it in with something else. If you have a recipe that you can think of that you've done the uh, powdered cheese with, comment. Let us know. Let us know what's up with that. Okay, and if you want to write us a letter because you don't do the comment thing, send us fan mail care of comedy vets p.o box 369 latham missouri 64465 or if you're an angry feminist hate mail care of comedy vets p.o box 369 latham missouri 64465 also um i need to mention if you are uh not subscribed if you're not subscribed subscribe why not Uh, when we reach 100 subscribers i will um reveal my uh, little jefe. I will just pull out my little jefe and show her, show the world on the YouTube channel here. So you can see my little jefe at 100 subs. If uh, if you have family members and friends, tell them to subscribe. Maybe they'll enjoy this stuff, you know. And uh, you know, be part of it. You know what's up. You know how to be part of it. Let's see. So uh, I already did that. I did that, I did that. Oh,
1: this is a good one. Do I have enough time for it? I may have enough time for it. Alright. I'm gonna do it. Where is it? Boom. Let's see. Let's see if I can go to it. Um woke this week. Woke this week. <sighs>
0: An Instacart driver is accused of running over groceries after seeing customers' pro-police sign. So, in Blaine, Minnesota, an Instacart shopper has been accused of purposely driving over a customer's grocery order. Authorities suspect that the act had to do with the pro-police sign in the couple's yard, which the shopper may have objected to. The incident has sparked controversy in the communities reflecting the increased tension nationwide between gig workers and those who rely on companies to that, that contract, contract them. So, uh, here we go. They reported that once they'd received notification that the driver was at their house, they decided to meet the driver outside due to the amount of snow in their driveway and being worried that the driver may get stuck if they had to pull into the driveway, explained in their, in their statement from this couple. However, the couple went, uh, when the couple opened the door to the front door, the delivery driver yelled back at them to check inside their Christmas wreath. The couple also told police that the driver was driving back and forth in the driveway over their Instacart
1: order. And on their receipt, they found a derogatory message.
0: And the message said, Instacart doesn't pay employees. SRY, find another slave. F-U-C-K, the police racist pigs. After the driver left the scene, the couple reportedly found that their groceries had been run over in the driveway. After reviewing the context of the written message, it appears that the delivery driver's actions were in response to the sign supporting law enforcement that is in the homeowner's front yard noted authorize so yeah, yeah, if you're an instacart delivery person, here's the thing uh if you're a if you're a delivery person for anything instacart um. If you're um, a Domino's pizza delivery person, anybody that delivers food for any organization, for any for any uh, restaurant, for for anything, your UPS, FedEx, whatever, you represent the company that you're delivering for. And if it's a delivery service delivering for, let's say, uh, a grocery store, a local grocery store, the grocery store has a contract with Instacart. So they're working together. So you represent the grocery store and you represent Instacart because you have a contract with Instacart. So since you have a contract with Instacart and the grocery store, you're not hurting anyone by doing this. You're not hurting anyone by running over somebody's groceries. The only person you're hurting by running over the person's groceries is yourself Maybe Instacart and maybe the grocery store, because that customer is going to get an entire their entire order replaced. They're going to get all their stuff replaced. The grocery store is going to replace everything that was run over or smashed or messed up by the Instacart driver, delivery driver. Uh, And the store may send that bill for those groceries to Instacart. And then Instacart may take it out of your pay so it's it's really ridiculous doing that kind of stuff. It's ridiculous for multiple reasons, but for that reason, it's ridiculous also when When you're a delivery person for for um a grocery store for instacart for whatever, you suspend your political views for the customers that you're dealing with because you're going to deal with people who have opposing views than you have all the time that that happens all the time if you're working at starbucks or mcdonald's or denny's or anywhere it's a target walmart whatever people are going to come in there from different political views different political backgrounds and you with your hatred for other people doesn't need to be in the workplace at all and you shouldn't have a job you're you're unstable so you shouldn't even have a job because there's something wrong with you you should actually seek help
1: not seek help like kelp from the sea but seek professional assistance with your mental disorder because there's something wrong with you if you're going to be doing that stuff so yeah what's I going to do I was going to read I'm reading something over here oh my gosh I'm gonna type something. Boom, I sent the message. So, in the comments, chitty chat, let me know what
0: you think about this thing. It uh, was it right for this Instacart delivery person to do what they did? Was it was it was it wrong? Who does it hurt? Who does it help? Doesn't hurt or help anyone. So you can comment and let us know. What's up, Joe?
1: Hey, what's up? On the
0: phone with me is Joe Chandler. Actually, you know what's really funny? Is since we're in the middle of this segment, I could tell Joe what we're doing. And then he could comment on it because I'm sure he has a a viewpoint on it. Hey, Joe. Hey. We're doing Woke This Week. Right now. So I already did the Woke This Week thing, but I want to give you, uh, if you want to, if you want to jump in on it, um, it was the Instacart r- person running over that order from that old couple in, uh, yeah. in uh, Bay Bay. Was it Blaine, Minnesota? So what, what are your, what are your, what's your take on that?
1: Um, um, well, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that old David cross joke. Okay, and he he was talking about um, President Bush saying that Bin Laden just hates, you know, he he did 9/11 because he hates America's freedom, yada yada. Um, and then David Cross is like, no, I think I think he did it because of whatever. So so and so because. He fucking said that, so um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't
0: get what you were so saying. They, you sound drunk,
1: <laughs> no, I'm not, um, so the instant card person, I believe, um ran over the food, yeah because the people didn't tip no nope, i just
0: I just really? read it, yeah, you read it from Newsweek,
1: yeah, and I. Yeah, I heard you say that, um, yeah. So
0: so I read it from Newsweek, and
1: basically... Yeah, but read it again, where where she wrote, or he, I don't know what sex they want to be called. They, they them, Z? (laughs) Yeah, so the person wrote on a receipt...
0: A derogatory um, message. Yeah, but... Instacart doesn't pay employees, sorry, find another slave, F-U-C-K, exactly. F-U-C-K, the police, racist pigs. Okay, but... So they he, the person specifically wrote, F the police, racist
1: pigs. Yeah, but, but the person also specifically wrote, Instacart doesn't pay me. Um, that... Th- can... Find a different slave. What does that sound like? That sounds like the guy did a tip.
0: Yeah, but the, the the whole thing right here is that the the person first of all went up to the house, put the receipt with Instacart doesn't pay employees. Sorry, find another slave. F the police, racist pigs. Then ran over their groceries multiple times. Uh, so so let let's take your your viewpoint that maybe it's because they didn't tip which uh that's that's not what it sounds like it sounds like they they had a pro-police sign in their yard or on their house and the person was mad and didn't like this pro-police thing but even if that weren't the case even if it was the fact that they maybe they didn't tip okay
1: um who, who who does who does this really hurt do you think it really Whoa. harms that old couple? Um, you know they're old.
0: I know Anyways. but how does how does it negatively affect them other than oh, I'm going to be pissed off that this person wrote some stupid stuff on here? Other than that it it doesn't hurt them at all because um the store has a contract with Instacart and right. the driver has a contract with the store. So the driver yeah. represents the Instacart and the store. So if the driver runs over the food, that person's entire order gets replaced for free. Right. So they're gonna replace that whole order and probably won't even have to pay for it.
1: They'll probably get okay. reimbursed.
0: So the store is out the money. Instacart may be out some money or all the money because they may be, you know, there may be a charge back to Instacart. And then the driver may end up having to pay for that entire order because they destroyed the order. So it only negatively affects the driver, Instacart, and the grocery store. It doesn't affect this old couple at all.
1: So, no. And clearly, they did get the point that um, you need a tip.
0: Yeah, but I don't even think that's what. It and was. you did it either. Yeah, I don't. I because it doesn't say that.
1: No, no. It's straight up says Instacart doesn't pay me.
0: Instacart find a
1: different slave.
0: Instacart doesn't pay employees, so that sounds like a problem with Instacart first of all. And then, um, f the police, racist pigs.
1: Oh, uh, so, you you skip the slave part. Why well, Instacart find a different slave? Yeah. Well, what does it matter? This person, what do you mean why it doesn't matter? This like, person entered he probably, in, This person he probably entered. went or she probably went and, you know, took an hour shopping and, um,
0: have you ever done, it, have you ever done Instacart the
1: entire time?
0: Yeah. Have you ever been an Instacart delivery person?
1: Yeah, I've done it. So you've done Instacart but,
0: as a delivery person? Yes. And And does Instacart pay you?
1: Um okay. Yeah, Instacart does pay me, but so this um, person
0: was lying, first of all. Instacart Instac- doesn't pay.
1: Well, they do. Yeah, but there's a difference. Okay, so Instacart pays, but <laughs> um there should be another pay, you know, because um you're a contractor for Instacart, hmm. you don't work for Instacart. There's a difference.
0: So so um, regardless of, of the delivery, how fast the delivery was done or how well the delivery was done or how, um, how safe the product was in the person's car, um, they have to say, I'm going to give this person
1: a tip even before the delivery is made? Or does hey, the tip happen after the delivery is made? They, okay, so they can tip after, I think. I think there is an option. Okay. But yeah. if they want to make sure their shit is hit messed with, then they should tip before.
0: See, my viewpoint is uh, I'm not going to tip anyone until I know that I've gotten good service from the person who I'm tipping. Because a tip is based upon actually doing a job actually doing the service so if uh like when i go into denny's or whatever i break off yeah. i break off more than the tip i break off 30 40 50 tip for the the person who's going to be my server okay right and for every infraction that that person commits i deduct
1: some of the tip so at the end of the meal whatever tip they get is what they've earned so what if this
0: couple was that kind of a that that kind of they, they had that kind of a way of thinking? They're going to give a tip. Nowhere in this comment does it does it even say anything about a tip. Nowhere in this comment does it say anything about tipping at all. And if tipping is the thing, if, if tipping can be done after the delivery, then
1: that person didn't earn their tip anyway. So who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds Everyone? more it sounds like the
0: more like an incident in, incident where this person entered into an agreement with instacart, and they didn't like the agreement that they entered into, so they call themselves a slave, which is stupid is that's utterly stupid. Anyone that enters into a a willing relationship with an employer, knowing what they're going to get paid before they enter into that agreement, and they willingly enter into the agreement. They cannot call themselves a slave. that's stupid that's insensitive to people who have actually been enslaved this person this
1: person should have s j w s going and picketing their house and following them around. You know what I mean what a what right. a what an utterly racist mm-hmm. comment Find another slave, okay, first
0: of all, if you ain't black, apparently you can't be a slave, even though there have been slaves of other races from the beginning of time. Yeah. But my point is that you've entered into an agreement with, with Instacart to deliver people's groceries. You deliver their groceries, regardless of the political affiliation of the other person. Right. You know what I mean? And if you don't like working with that, that place don't work there. Nobody's forcing you to work with Instacart. Nobody's forcing you to go out and do deliveries. But if you're going to enter into a relationship or a contract with a delivery company, you have to deliver
1: to everybody equally. It's called equity. Well, with NSC cards though, and like DoorDash, um, you actually choose if you do the delivery or not.
0: So this person even chose the delivery ahead of time. Correct. So they knew where this house was and they, they knew the neighborhood. And they're still mad. That's that's even worse. That makes the situation even worse for these people,
1: or for for this delivery driver. It makes them even more stupid. Yeah. Ugh. That's that's ridiculous.
0: This this just irritates me because that person doesn't know what the hell they're doing. You know what I mean? Right. And, And then turn it around the other way. Let's say somebody had a Black Lives Matter thing on their thing. And somebody wrote, Instacart doesn't pay employees. Sorry, find another slave. The, The Black Lives Matter is racist. What if they would have said that? What if they did the exact same thing, but they were against some other political organization or some other, the other, on the other side of the political
1: spectrum, would that have been okay? Well, I would still be on the same page as it's because they did a tip.
0: Yeah, but you've already established that Instacart allows you to tip after the delivery's made. So if if Instacart allows you to tip after yes, they the delivery's do. made,
1: okay, yes, you're right, they do. But like five percent of people do that.
0: I'm telling you, bro. If 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 I'm gonna tip somebody, and they've smashed my, if they've smashed my uh my my chips and they and they messed up my, my bread and smished my bread, and, you know, my stuff is all messed up, my right. my pie or cake is flipped upside down or whatever, that person yeah. doesn't deserve a tip, right? But you don't know Not that it. ahead of time. You can't get your tip back. Let's say I give a tip, and then my stuff is all messed up. Do I get my tip back?
1: You can, actually.
0: You can get your tip back? Yes. <sighs> I'd be all over that stuff right there.
1: So, so your best bet... If if you're going tip, don't use Instacart. Then tip ahead of time because
0: there's some assholes. Because,
1: doing Instacart.
0: Huh? Don't don't use Instacart because there are assholes who work work for Instacart. Well, childish little little assholes who don't know what reality is work for Instacart.
1: But again, they not, don't not actually you. work not, for Instacart, and Instacart can just go ahead and say that too. So what that. They're not an employee. They're just a contractor.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. If you've entered into a contract to represent a company, you represent that company. So yes, you do work for that company. If you've entered into a contract to represent that company, you are working on behalf of that
1: company. Yeah. So working for, but not employed by.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You work for the company. They that person worked for the company. They should okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you an example closer to home. Uh, I have somebody who was doing um, some stuff for comedy vets with me and that person got into an argument with somebody because the person, uh, you know, was, was saying something stupid or whatever. And then that person complained to the store manager at where we were at. And then we were no longer allowed to, to do any work with that store because the customer complained. And my viewpoint was, Hey, It's okay that you have your own political views. It's okay that you stand up for your your political views. But you're representing that store. And you're representing uh, comedy vets while you're out there. So just smile and nod. You can disagree all day long. Just smile and nod. I understand. I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. More people need to learn. I understand. More people need to learn
1: how to just smile and nod. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah. I'm nodding, by the way. You can't see. But.
0: Smiling. <laughs> nod. Okay. So, Joe's Joe, yes. Joe segments are coming on here right here. Let's see. So, I'm going to turn off the Woke This Week banner because we're done with Woke This oh, Week. Oh, but
1: actually, you can keep Woke This Week because I got a Woke This Week.
0: You have a Woke This Week? Yes. So, uh, let's see. So, we're going to not do gossip
1: time yet. Right, right. We might as well do Woke This Week right Woke now. This Week, okay. Okay, this is, this is, uh... <laughs> I said Joe procra Present... present present
0: Why did you spell present
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know, because that's how my phone popped up. <laughs> but it's basically Woke This Week.
0: Woke This Week. So it's not Joe Pontificates, yeah. it's Woke This Week.
1: Well, I well I changed it to that because you had a work this week, but let's change it back to work this week because it's a work this week. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Go. But the the M and M's? So have you heard? <laughs> wait, What wait, so, M M's are doing?
0: Somebody posted yum dot org. I don't know what yum dot org is. Whatever. What M and M's? What happened M and M's?
1: So they're changing their um, their commercials, their ads, okay. with their cartoons okay. to be less sexist. Okay. So, um, so you know about that green M M&M, and M, right? Uh, no. What about the green M? M&M? Like a cartoon green M M&M. and M. The green M M&M. and M. So. Yeah. So. Originally, the green m M&M m is, like, wears high, like, high knee-high heels. boots and lipstick and stuff, and looks really, like, sexy, and is constantly flirting with the other m ms right?
0: And everybody assumed that was a female?
1: Well, it is a female, yeah. So, but... It, you know, it was it was sexy and it was like, you know, constantly flirting. Okay. Um, so they're changing it. They're taking the boots away and giving her regular shoes and then taking off her makeup and stuff and making her like just a, you know, regular lady who's not like flirting and stuff. An unattractive M M&M and M that you wouldn't want to eat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um so, anyways, um, my thing is the reason why the M M&M and M was sexy, and that was it was a joke on the, um, well, the fact that there's a urban legend about the green M and M's. Have you heard about it?
0: No. Tell me about the green M M&M and M legend.
1: Okay. Green you, M&M. So, legend. You've never heard that. Green M&M's are supposed to make you horny. Okay. You haven't heard that before. Uh, was it the dye? The green dye? Apparently. Because there's nothing that's else like different. Because like the only difference. Yeah. Is the dye. Of course, you know, it's just a rumor. Like, was it ever true that they make you horny? But I was hearing... I, w- I was hearing that like back in you know the '90s when I was in high school, so it's been a legend going on for years. Okay, okay then. You really never heard of no green M&Ms? Nope. Okay.
0: Green, so green M&Ms make you horny.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, clearly they made the green M&M something that would make somebody horny, right? Yeah.
0: So the green M&M is a version of ecstasy, you're saying?
1: It's a favorite one?
0: It's a version of ecstasy. Oh. It's like dropping X, right? You eat enough green M&Ms and it's like dropping X.
1: Yeah. Okay. Basically.
0: So So that's what Macaulay Culkin has on his rider for all the movies. They must be green M&Ms.
1: Oh, he does?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh. If anybody would, it'd be him, right? Cuz he's a party monster.
1: Oh yeah, party monster. Okay, and yeah.
0: I... Michael always ate the green m and I told him not to
1: cuz he was getting really horny. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that movie too many times. You know what I mean? The monster party? No. What what party monster? Talk about huh? Party monster. That's what I said, wasn't it? You said monster party. Oh, whatever, party monster. Party monster, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With Marilyn Manson.
0: Yeah, Marilyn Manson was in it, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, green M
1: M's. Yeah. So anyways, what do you think about that? About them changing.
0: I don't know, but i a minute, I'm gonna go get me some green M M. Uh <laughs> I don't care if they're changing them. I really don't 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 care either way. Here's the here's the thing. When you well, eliminate all references to gender, the first female president isn't gonna mean anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you oh,
0: work right. your entire life to be the first female president. and When it happens, you can't say it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause you can't mention gender. Oh, ain't that ironic. You
1: know what I mean, G? Yeah, but there will never be a woman president <laughs> unless Joe dies. But
0: uh, unless Joe dies, well, according to Joe, she's already president. Hey, 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 Joe, hey, Joe. Did d- you hear? Did you hear anything about about anything going down? What do you hear on the street, Joe? What do you hear? You, oh, oh. you, Joe. What do you hear on the street, Joe?
1: Uh, so I heard. Um, uh, so. Meatloaf passed away. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um so so first off, now, you know, like when we talk about meatloaf, we have to um instead of saying meatloaf, we have to say sloppy joe. Slappy
0: sloppy jo- yeah, yeah. joe
1: yeah, sloppy joe, yeah. because he's dead now. Anyways, so um but I uh I assumed Since I know you are, like, a Rocky Horror Picture Show fan. Yeah, and Fight Club. Huh?
0: And Fight Club. Fight Club.
1: Fight Club, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're also a fan of um, crappy hard rock music from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I assume that, like, it kind of touched you when he passed away.
0: No, I touched myself when he passed away. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The meatloaf.
1: Yeah. That's now bad. now to be here? He passed away from COVID.
0: You know, he 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 was old and if he passed away from COVID, that's cool, I guess, but doesn't matter to <laughs> me. Here, here's why it doesn't matter to me. You know how many people they say passed away from COVID who just passed away from other things and just
1: happened to have COVID? Yeah. So and don't get me started on uh what's really killing people. Yeah. Okay. What? I'm trying not to get you started, but I'm curious.
0: Well, there's I'm not going to say the name of the medicine because then we'll get banned. But there's a specific medicine that they give to people when they go into the hospital. And that medicine that they give to people in the hospital, all of the things that people are dying from are side effects that they actually said that that medication gives people, and that's why they they had a hard time getting it actually through the f uh, the yeah, the FDA, uh, um, the FDA process, you know, to actually approve it.
1: Yeah. So
0: everything that people are dying from is the exact same stuff that this medication can kill you from. But that's okay. the medication that they give everybody who who goes into the hospital. So if you go into the hospital and you have, if, if they think that you have the VID, they're going to give you this medication. And if you insist that they don't give you the medication, you cannot check yourself out of the hospital and go to a different hospital. You can't check yourself out and go somewhere else. They'll force
1: the treatment on you and you'll die. Okay. And yeah. it's only if you have COVID? Right. Well, th- th- this medication, why would you take it for anything else? If, if okay. it has all these side effects. Right. You know. I mean,
0: every one of the reasons why people die, this specific medication
1: gives you those side effects. So why why would you take it any other time? Yeah, but you're not supposed to say what it is, darling. Ah. Uh. She's say, she's saying in the chat what it is. Yeah. Remdesivir. What? Rem Remdemzavir, Rem Remdemzavir. I don't even know how to pronounce it. You know what I'm talking about? The REM thing, Joe? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to see it. Starts with an R-E-M. Mm-hmm. She spelled it wrong. She definitely spelled it wrong. But whatever. Come on, man. We're like
0: a an hour and thirty minutes into this. We gotta.
1: We gotta get busy. Let's see. We've done that. We've done that. We've done that. have done that. We've done that. Done that. Uh, we're on that one right, right now. Done that one. Done that one. Okay. Rem. Remdesivir. Remdesivir. Okay. Then. Yeah. That sounds right. Go look at the side effects for remdesivir. One of these days. You don't have to do it now. You can do it. You can do it some other time. So yeah. So meatloaf died. Yeah. Meatloaf died. Yeah. Well, remember that one guy that uh, shot himself in the head, and they said he died. Of, died of COVID. <laughs> Wait, what?
0: Yeah. When the when the stuff first went down, um, yeah. And the hospitals were getting paid extra for uh, COVID deaths. There was a guy that shot himself in the head and they listed him as a COVID death.
1: Huh.
0: And another guy got in a car accident, they listed him as a COVID death. Another guy hung himself, they listed him as a COVID death. Another dude jumped off of a bridge or a building, they call it a COVID death.
1: Yeah, but that's that's to so um, get extra money from the government. You didn't know that? The well, hosp- yeah, hospitals but get paid I'm saying more. like
0: Hospitals get paid more if it's a COVID death.
1: Right. By the government. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yep.
1: Okay. So if that stuff was true, Uh like you say, then those hospitals would get in trouble for scamming the government.
0: No, they wouldn't. You know why? Why? Because the people running the, the show don't want people to know about these instances. And if they admitted it, and went after the hospitals, then they would admit that there were times when people were listed as being a a, a vid death when it wasn't.
1: Oh, okay, because the government wanted
0: to hush it up.
1: More people to die from COVID than actually died from
0: COVID. They wanted the numbers to be greater. Just like, uh why are there why are there more cases of of um. The Rona right now than at any other time. Why are there more cases? Is it because it's uh, more deadly? Is it because it's more contagious? Why is it?
1: Uh, Okay, more cases of what? The Rona. The Rona. Okay, Corona.
0: Yeah. Why are there more cases now than there have been in a long time? Why are there more cases now? Why are cases spiking? Is it because there's more deaths? No. Is it because no. there's? Is it because there's? It, it it's way more contagious? No, not really. It's a little bit more contagious, but not much. Do you I know why? Know. You know why there's spiking cases?
1: The may, maybe because people are not shut down like they were when COVID originally started, and well, that's and a, it was bad.
0: That's a narrative so that they want to push.
1: People are spreading it easier. No, that's not even that's not even true either. You want you want to know what the real reason is? Oh, okay. Tests, huh? They're tests. Tests. They're get they're doing
0: more testing than at any other time in the history of this this thing. There are more okay. tests out there. There are more tests available for people. So of course there's going to be a spike in COVID cases if there's a spike in testing. You test more people. You make the tests more available, you're going to find more people who've got it.
1: Right, right. And we should see what Trump wanted to do. And just if you don't test people, you won't know if there's COVID out there. So he wanted less testing.
0: uh, Well, he he wanted more. Actually, he wanted more testing. And he, he actually pushed through the fastest approval of a vaccine in the history of vaccines. All of the yeah. vaccines that 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 people are using right now aren't because of Joe Biden or Kamala Harris or Nancy Pelosi or any of those people. It's because right. c- of Trump. And if there were any yeah. negative, if, if there's any negative about it, they'll blame Trump. But if there's any positive, they'll take the credit for it. So okay. so what else? What else is going on on the street there, Joe? What's well, going on well, no, no,
1: no, let's talk about that for a second, though. Just just real quick. It's so to be gossip talk because. You're saying that Trump started all of the like vaccines and stuff, right? Yes. And I also know he's he is pro vaccine. He has the booster, right?
0: Well, he no, he's he's pro choice with the vaccine.
1: Well, he's he's yeah, you're right. He is pro choice, but when it comes to the vaccine, then
0: he he doesn't want to force anybody to have it. He's
1: very pro. Yeah, but he's still he's still pro vaccine right he'll encourage people to get it yeah he's had the boosters so my question is how come most hardcore trump supporters are still so against the vaccine
0: no people aren't against the vaccine
1: okay people
0: are against mandates people are against forcing people to do something
1: that's what people are against yeah I know, I hate it when people tell me they wear pants. Ben Shapiro, Bill O'Reilly,
0: Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., all the major people that have anything to do with with the Republican Party, a lot of them are okay with the vaccine and have no problem. They took the vaccine, they're fully boosted and all that stuff. They have no problem with it. They have a problem with forcing people to take a vaccine Even if their own personal doctor says that it would be detrimental to their health to do it. That's, that's what they're against.
1: No one's saying that though.
0: No, they are all over the, all over the world and all over the country. There are people who are being forced to either lose their job or take the vaccine. Even if their doctor Mm. says you should not, you, you are, you are, you have a comorbidity right now and the, taking the getting the vaccine could actually harm you instead of help you did you know did you know like the flu vaccine there are people who cannot take the flu vaccine because they have health issues and they're not supposed to take the flu vaccine because it would actually be harmful for them to do the flu vaccine yeah. okay that's same kind of thing with, the, with any vaccine there are doctors who are saying my patient would be Negatively affected by taking the vaccine, and then that person loses their job because there's a mandate, or because the company they work for is hardcore uh into you know you've got to be vaccinated here's the thing, Joe. who knows more about you and your health? Um, do you think you and your doctor know more about you and your health, or do you think that Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Donald Trump?
1: Or anybody else, do you think they know more about your health than you and your doctor? Um No, they don't. Okay. Each individual person,
0: they they know their health better than um better than the politicians and better than these companies. So for a company to say you must get vaccinated Or for a store to say you must get vaccinated or you can't shop here or you can't, you can't come here. That's wrong because those stores, those shops, those companies, those
1: politicians don't know your health like you and your doctor do. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I hear you. So that's the whole deal. And
0: yeah, I'm, I'm. I have no problem with Trump being like, oh, yeah, I'm pro-vaccine. pro, pro vaccine. Of course he's pro-vaccine. He's okay with the vaccine. He's okay with people taking the vaccine. He just doesn't want people to be forced to do it. And he's cool with it because he's the one that implemented them. He's the one that got that that ball rolling. He's the one that, pre not pressured, but he's the one that encouraged the, uh, the pharmaceutical companies to get them out there.
1: Right.
0: So, you know, there you go. All right, so what else What else is going on in the gossipy thing there, huh? What else is going on in the gossipy thing,
1: huh? Um, well, Lou, Louis Anderson also passed away. Lou, Lou, Louis
0: Anderson? <laughs> yeah. Okay, did you say the same thing I said when I heard about Louis Anderson
1: dying? Probably not. I, I thought he when died 10 he years say? ago. Oh, really? Melissa and I both thought he died like 10 years ago. No. I didn't. This is his career.
0: I did it this week in comedy history last year, and I'm like, you might not know Louis Anderson's still alive. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he's dead.
1: Yeah, he's, he's dead. He, how, are we,
0: how are we going to do the the? So what else are you going to say about Louis Anderson dying?
1: I don't know. That's all I know.
0: Do you know what Louis Anderson and uh, Meatloaf had in common?
1: They were both fat.
0: They were both fat. They were both obese.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is that really all you were gonna say i'm gonna is say that all that huh you you
0: you take you take people who are overweight and have other things wrong with them and they're going they're, they're going to be more susceptible to the the stuff going down you know what i mean Right, right it's like it's like um people people who get uh chlamydia gonorrhea and aids right if you say yeah. you're more likely to get chlamydia, gonorrhea, and AIDS if you sleep around with people without using any kind of condom or protection and you're just sleeping around just having sex with people two or three a day or large groups of people, then you're more likely to get these diseases. And then everybody's like, oh, you can't say that? What do you mean you can't say that? That's the truth. That's actually true. So you're not allowed to say truth stuff anymore.
1: You're, you're more likely to have a heart attack or a stroke if you're fat, than if you're not. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It is. Whatever. All right. So we're we're switching
0: off this gossip, gossipy thing. Okay.
1: How are we gonna do the yeah.
0: Gen Y thing? I don't I don't get
1: how you wanted to do that because you can't well, see I... me reacting to it. No, I know. Um. So you still want know. me to try it? Can try it. You've so seen you can it, play right? it, and then I've I've seen it, so I know what it is. You've seen it, so I'm yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it then. Um, okay.
0: All right. Okay. So this this segment is called um, I'm and I I cleaned it up a little bit. Oh okay. Okay. Generation. Y is, yeah. Why is this funny? You like that? Generation. Why is why is this funny? So we're gonna right. we're gonna look at a uh, a uh,
1: video here. Uh,
0: this is a uh, what do you call that? Um, uh, TikTok. We're gonna watch a T- nine yeah TikTok video, nine, nine second TikTok video. And here we go.
1: Crush, I have a crush on who can ride truck. I can't, I can't Bully rides truck. Me rides bully's penis. Yeah crush i have a crush on who could hold on you why don't i have it on here desktop audio is on is it because uh the plug is plugged into the wrong place
0: i think it's because i plugged something in the wrong place can you hear it when i play it oh (laughs) you can't hear it because it's going through the computer I gotta use these other headphones I can use the other headphones You won't be able to hear it
1: Okay, I'm gonna try try again I knew I heard it, but I couldn't figure out where it was coming from Ugh, and I paused it Hold on, hold on No, don't do that No, pause, pause Okay, unmute it Okay, here we go Do it again, okay, ready? Crush, I have a crush on who can ride truck. Bully rides truck. Me rides Um, bully's penis. Crush, I have a crush on who can ride truck. Bully rides truck. Me rides bully's penis. (laughs) Crush, crush, I have a crush on who can ride truck. I don't don't get it. So so it's apparently funny for, for some people.
0: That 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 didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. That was um, nonsensical. Maybe because they laugh at the word penis. Maybe. Okay. Did you watch Divergent? Yes. So, so you're, you're ready to break it down with me?
1: Yeah. Break, break, break down.
0: We're going to break it down. Okay. So we're breaking down a Divergent today. Divergent. Entertainment breakdown. So we're breaking down Divergent. Okay. Uh, and I have a different take on divergent than a lot of other people, and we'll discuss that later so um I'm not going to play the trailer, but I'll read the description for people and uh let me show people what i'm what I'm looking at, so that way they can see what I'm looking at boom, okay, so in a world divided by factions based on virtues, Triss learns she's divergent and won't fit in when she discovers a plot to destroy divergence. Tris and the mysterious four must find out what makes divergence dangerous
1: before it's too late. Yeah, okay. You like that? Yeah. I yeah. did a
0: good job. I was it was like really like what do you call that? Um What do they what do they call that when you when you when you say something dramatic? That was very dramatic.
1: Alright, so dramatic.
0: You want to break it down and basically give a synopsis of Divergent, the first movie, or do you want to do the whole series?
1: Well, I was, I was wondering what you were going to do.
0: I don't care either way because I've got the collection, so I've seen them all recently.
1: Yeah, same.
0: So, uh, so basically, Divergent is set in a uh, dystopian future, uh, where uh society is broken up into. Um, different factions
1: or different groups Uh, what are the different factions I can't remember what the different factions are do you remember what the different factions are Joe no I'm not good with names set in a futuristic
0: dystopia where society is divided into five factions that each represent a different virtue Teenagers have to decide if they want to stay in their faction or switch to another faction for the rest of their lives. They're stuck in this one faction. Trish Pryor, Tris Pryor, makes a choice that surprises everyone. Um, She chooses a a faction that's different than what um, everybody thought she was in. Um, they have to live through a highly competitive initiation process, undergo extreme physical and intense psychological
1: tests to determine what what's going on. Okay? Yeah? Yeah. What what are they? I can't even remember what the factions are. So there's there's um uh
0: there's a war a warlike faction, the Daunt Dauntless. There's the the law people you right? I can't remember what All they're right. called. There's the people who are, like, agriculture people, right? And then there's uh, people who are, like, uh, the people who are, like, on committees and stuff. So it's four of them. What's the fifth one? I don't know. I don't remember what all the different factions are.
1: What well, is the fifth one that, like, the people underground and stuff?
0: Yeah, but they don't get to choose the fifth faction. That's factionless.
1: Oh, okay. underground
0: people are the factionless. The factionless.
1: So. Liz. Factionless, yeah. So there are no faction. Oh. So that 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 doesn't count because it's a factionless. Anyway, so um.
0: What would what would you say? Would that be like a, a an equivalent to what? In today's in today's society, what would that be considered?
1: Like what political? And what political group does something similar to that? Like put people in groups. Yeah. Like. And like. So, the Democrats. Well, Democrats,
0: should. but it's also like a, a very uh, communist type way of thinking, where you you have a specific thing that you do, right?
1: Yeah. It's also I see. I think this is kind of ironic. It's it's utopian because
0: dystopian, utopian, dystopian,
1: not dystopian, but utopian. According, you know, like the the original utopian story, everybody is given a certain job, and they're stuck with that job. Well, yeah, that's the whole. Sure.
0: That's that's the thing I'm saying that uh, that 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 would make it a dystopian thing for me. It's it's basically like communism. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So, uh, you know, because they're the different groups or whatever, you know. But uh, so I watched this movie and I had a different take on it than a lot of other people because um, when I was really really young, uh, our family lived in a commune when I was really little okay and my dad was a migrant worker so my dad and my mom they worked doing agriculture stuff like picking stuff out in the fields and stuff like that and growing stuff working in gardens and stuff and they actually had the group of this it was a commune so it was a communist group they were separated into into different categories different groups different factions different jobs okay so you had the agriculture people you had the people who were like security who did a lot of security stuff right and then you had yeah. people who who uh were good with like business and management and stuff um pretty much like this like this this thing here so they had the different different groups and what made it fall apart was that like the people that lived or that worked in the field like the little kids we were allowed to go out with our parents and work with them in the field so there was like a lot of singing and happiness and laughing and hanging out with each other you know and and while we were like let's say uh gathering corn picking corn we'd be out there picking corn with our parents so we'd be out there together well the other people their kids had to go to class they couldn't go with their parents to their their thing that they did their job that they did You know what I mean? The little kids couldn't go do the security thing or the management thing or whatever. They weren't allowed to go. Right. So um, the people that were uh, doing the management thing and the people that were doing the security thing, um, they got pissed off. They weren't they weren't allowed to hang out with their kids more. So they thought that the people who were doing the the farm stuff should get less resources and less freedoms um, and, you know, less, less, less. Um, I guess l- less of everything because they already had a good time and they didn't actually have to work Well, then the people that worked in the field were like, yeah, but all you do is sit around and on a debt at a desk doing paperwork all day, you know, doing numbers, crunchy numbers or whatever. And the security guy, all he does is he stands up there on, uh, you know, he stands over there where the fence is making sure nobody comes in to mess with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody, everybody thought everybody else was better. They were better off than they were better than the other people, but the other people were better off than them. You know what I mean? Well, I'm working what? harder than you, but you're benefiting the same as me. So it ended up having a, a class system where people were given more than other people, you know, based on, you know, what they were doing. And then, and then it got to the point where people were getting more based on
1: their ethnicity. You know what I mean? Or their age. They got less work and more benefit because they were old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean, G?
0: So I got I got that viewpoint from it. But divergent. Yeah. So so this chick finds out that she doesn't she 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 belongs to more
1: than one um more than one um what do you call it? Um faction right, yeah, so you know that's basically the whole movie right there which yeah, which makes her divergent
0: that way it makes her divergent because she's more than one, yeah, and this yeah. four person that she's hanging out with, he's also divergent, but not as much, like all of the different people who are divergent are di- they are divergent to a certain percentage. So they have a certain percentage of a different group or whatever. So I'm not going to spoil the second or third movie by telling you how much Triss is. But, you know, she's she's got a percentage of divergence that's different than everybody else.
1: She's like Neo.
0: She's like Neo, yeah. Yep. So.
1: Well, that's cool. Any,
0: any other comments on this uh, breakdown?
1: No. What? Just, well, I don't know. Um, what what do you think about the comparisons to um the Hunger Games? Uh, they there were some pretty good comparisons to the different Hunger Games. Yeah,
0: it, it's it's a communist society.
1: Both of them are right.
0: based on a communist society that has a class system. So the Hunger Games, even Harry Potter is based on the class system. It's based on a um communist system.
1: Wait, what? Harry Potter? Harry Potter, they separate them into different groups and
0: different categories and pit them against each other.
1: Yeah. In
0: games. And everybody does their part and everybody works together. But everybody also fights with each other. It's it's communism. Yeah. So I don't even know if I'm going to be able to get to the next couple segments, dude. We got, like, two minutes. So I've got, like, oh. back in the day and the pathetic pet of the week that I didn't even get to. So I might have to postpone those and do those next week. Yeah. So we're two hours in. so Joe, you were, You know what I should have done at the beginning? And I should have done those until Jay got on the phone because he was a little late. So
1: Wow. So, really? That's a shocker. Do
0: you do you did you enjoy hanging out with me this way? Yeah. Enjoy your drive home?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, at least I'm not getting COVID. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna and I'm not getting your um shedding.
1: The shedding. The you know? shedding? The shedding, yeah. People who people who get vaccinated shed. Did you know what? that? What?
0: People who get vaccinated shed. Oh, okay. Like shingles, you shed. Didn't you know about shedding? You should look that up. Shedding. So. Okay. All right, then. So, so all right, then,
1: Joe, I'm going to kick you off the phone. I, I'll talk to you next all right. week. All right. Good job, good job, good job. All okay. Right. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. All right, that was Joe. So, uh, what do we got? 1 minute 10 seconds.
0: Oh my gosh. 10 seconds. Wow. We we totally got to got to end the show. Totally got to end the show. All right. Maybe we come <laughs>